Welcome back, everybody, to Man vs. Lion, episode 15. We got an absolutely amazing show for you today. Per usual, we got a diehard Alabama fan on, a diehard Georgia fan on. We're just going to let them rip at each other a little bit today. We're going to talk about how bad of a week it was for our last, last week. Can't avoid it. But besides that, let's go. here championship week is here Mal, i'm gonna ask you first how are you feeling locked in it's game time it's game week they don't fucking know they don't know what's coming it's gonna be a mm, it's gonna be a slacking come saturday and i'm gonna be there to watch this shit and whatever you got put it on the dogs that's all i'm saying right now all right now i'm gonna take it over to our diehard resident diehard alabama fan and longtime friend of the show Jackson Elkins. How do you feel, my buddy? Nobody cares how he feels. I don't care how the dogs feel, and I don't really care how um, anyone else really feels about Alabama. This team has battled a lot of emotion, and, you know, we won our most important game of the year last week, and the emotions are flying high. In a game where anything can happen, we've played in this game plenty of times, man. We are not – we will feel – Anybody, and we will play against anybody right now. This team you'll, is not worried about that. You'll feel at home you think, <laughs> in the Dome. It's, that, that is our stadium. Georgia's, Georgia's does not want a meaningful game there. So, Oh, already getting tensions are already coming up a little bit. I'll tell you about myself. I'm great. I'm a Tennessee fan. Our coach isn't leaving. We're on the up and up. We should go 10-2 and two or 9-3 and three next year. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. How about absolutely. them balls getting in there? They'll, they'll have a fun time when they get in there. Oh, it'll if it ever it'll happen when one it, day. When it'll it ever happen. happens, I'm getting absolutely just like destroyed. I mean, we've only we've only really lived through like 13, 14, 15 years of like just really watching football. Yeah. It'll come around. Tennessee will yes. have a chance. Yes. It, at the right time. Bama will be so down when I'm like thirty two. It's all right. It's all right. Besides that, it's okay. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and, and hop into a little bit of, a little bit of hot, t- it's going to be a shorter episode today, um, you'll see why later, but let's hop into a little bit of college football hot takes. I have one, but I'm going to let Mal take it away for his first college football playoff hot take. Houston is going to beat Cincinnati. Yes, me too. Love it. And the I reason I'm, the, the, the reason I'm saying this is because it's not on my card. You'll see my card whenever it comes around. It's an interesting card. It's not on my card, though. Houston is going to beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati is the little brother that is so close, so close every year to beating the big brother or to just getting to play with the big brother. And every year they find something to mess it up. This year, Houston's going to play spoiler to Cincinnati's hopes, their dreams, and they're out. Oklahoma State's in. So, question, Mount. Do you think? Do you think that you say they keep getting close? Do you think they get in the playoff, then get just absolutely obliterated? No, because Luke Fickle's going to Notre Dame. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, that's fair. I like that. I think that's a good fit. I think it's a good hire for them if they were to get him. Um, it's so fun not having to like worry, just watching all the coaches just. Keep leaving. Yeah. Keep leaving. Question: Is college football headed to a lockout? Because I'm like all the big name MLB players are signing right now because the lockout. Who the hell said all these coaches had to go ahead and sign before the season was even over? I mean, right. I guess right. National Signing Day, but shit. I don't know. It's I'm they're leaving glad. like immediately. It's just glad Cliff Kingsbury is the only one with any sense in Arizona. Like every other coach that's gotten a very good offer has just dipped, and yeah. it, it's really upsetting. Like. At, like genuinely upsetting, like to see like some of the players' relationships with the coaches just go up in flames like that. Oh, the Lincoln just, Lock, Lincoln Riley one was really bad, and dude, really even bad. I would argue the Brian Kelly one's almost the Brian worse. Kelly one's worse, dude. He yeah. scheduled a team meeting for seven o'clock and left at seven eleven. 
Yeah. He was on a jet at 7-Eleven, apparently, and had a team meeting at 7 o'clock. And he's going to go for a team where the pressure is amplified by so much because an eight and four season at Notre Dame is not a big deal. Like, that's okay. But when you have that high expectations at LSU and you go eight and four, you're going to get eaten alive. Oh, please, please tell me. Did y'all see the hype video that LSU put out? Oh, bro. Whoever edited that needs to get fired, bro. That's It was the worst video ever. Not only that, like – the amount of false hope in that was it Marty McGee that Lily got on there and was like, this team will be contending for a national championship next year. Yeah. I, I don't know how much I paid him to say that. I, I legitimately cannot wait to watch Brian Kelly just implode. They're going to be questioning he, their lives. Going, when, they're going to be questioning their lives when the balls roll into death Valley. He's, he's going to be trying to roll with the Ed Orgeron go tigers. That's been trademarked. Oh, and when God. He, when, the minute he says that, like, people are just going to, like, crap on him so hard. I'm and cringe so just funny. thinking of him. I, I, I love all, Have you guys seen all the memes? That, have you guys seen all the memes? I just. About him, like, eating gumbo, like, at a recruit's house and all this stuff. Oh, it's hilarious. This, this is this is the same coach in 2012 when Georgia had a very good chance of beating Alabama at a SEC championship. We'll go back, just retrospect here. Georgia would have won the Natty that year against Notre oh, Dame, dude. but I, I want to close. I want to. I want to close. I want to close this point though. Like we can, we'll talk about Alabama, Georgia, but the same coach, Brian Kelly, in 2012, when he played Alabama, he said, "Hopefully, they just don't come out in the second half. We were just, we're just beating them that bad." This is also, this is also the same coach that has literally overseen a murder. Yeah, like, he killed somebody. A legitimate murder, like. But hey, he shot a bird. He's a bad guy. Also, also a coach that jokes about executing his players. Right. We don't. That was so messed up. I'm gonna have to cut their heads off. No. Even if you are quoting a great coach who made a great joke, you did not deliver the punchline at all. Like that. There was there was zero. That was an awful delivery. And holy hell, did that sound bad? Awful. But. Yeah, Brian Kelly, if you can't recruit and win at a blue blood like Notre Dame, and yes, Notre Dame is a blue blood of college football, one of the most winningest college football teams of all time. Absolutely. What the hell makes you think you're going to be able to go to LSU and recruit in the South against Saban, against Kirby, against the likes, I guess, of Billy Napier now. I mean, shit. Um, Heupel, hell, Harson's in there. Auburn look, Auburn's going to. Auburn's on the come up. Beamer, eh, Beamer doesn't bother me at all. Auburn's Fucking Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach. You're not going to be able to recruit against these guys. I'm sorry. It's just not. What are you going to say? Like, uh, I'll, I'll say, say, I'll say this about Auburn, real quick. They they don't they don't recruit at the same level as Georgia or Alabama anymore. No, not even close. At Alabama, Alabama, and Georgia eat these recruits alive out of the state of Georgia and Florida. Yeah, and it's, they don't recruit. They don't recruit. They 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 don't recruit the same. But I'm saying like at that same level to where they can still come in and pick off one or two. Brian Kelly won't be able to do that at all. There's no way. I just don't L- see LSU's brand is still huge, so kids will go play there. There's going to be plenty of four stars that don't have the opportunity to go play at Alabama or Georgia that have the opportunity to play at LSU. And to be honest, there is no difference between a four and a five star. It's all about yeah, what you do when you get to that level. Yeah, but if you're a four, right. let's let's say you're a really, four, there, four will, by that logic, there's no difference in any of the stars. No, there's really not. George the, Davis was a three star. Yeah, that's true. Lyle McConkey, McConkey didn't have any damn stars. Unranked, and he's going. And he will to gonna, probably, probably be in the NFL. End up, oh, He's probably going to end up being one of the best wide receivers in college football in the next two years. Just throwing that out there. But then, I mean, obviously, five stars, you have the better opportunity going in, but it's all about your attitude in, oh, yeah. in the game. Like, right. Najee, five star, and he he, worked, he kept working hard, and great, great example. Mark now, Ingram, are we ready to call star. Zamir White a, bu- a bust? Are we clear I, don't know if I'd call him, I don't know if I'd call him a bust. He's just really injury-ridden. He's a great he's a great running back for our system. Right. I remember coming to uh, high school, where I was like, Zeus. Then he tore his ACL in high school, and it's just been like, yeah. Yeah, and then he did it again, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, no, so. so. But, uh, but another thing I want to talk to you guys a little bit about today. Where do we think Spencer Rattler ends up? Maybe the biggest transfer yet besides Jameer <laughs> Gibbs 
A. No. Where do we think Spencer Rattler ends up? Realistically, where do we think he ends up? Realistically, I don't think he has a damn shot in hell. Go. Well, do you think Lane Kiffin's ballsy enough to go after him? He might be. I was thinking that would might be a spot for him. He's definitely going to go to the SEC. Uh, that's the only place I can see him going. Well, yeah, but I mean, he had I one could... of the worst seasons I've seen from a college quarterback in a while. Man was still like a five-star Heisman candidate at the beginning of the year. Uh, after like, he, played he, was, season, he so. was the Heisman favorite preseason at one point. And like, after this year, I would argue he's maybe the third biggest transfer after Zach yeah, Evans entered. Uh, Zach Evans out of TCU is a beast, too. Zach him and, Evans out of TCU. Him, him, Jameer, and Tank Bigsby were the three biggest running backs in that class, and that that's just a fact. Um, and two of them are in the transfer portal now. I, I, ha- I have to imagine at least one of those end up at Alabama. But this is about Ra- this is about Rattler now. Rattler is not Patrick Mahomes. He thinks nope. he's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But I see him. I see. I see Tennessee fans wanting him, and uh, I, want listen, I, I fancy that. Because here's my two cents. Wherever he goes, here's my two cents. Uh, yeah, it's cool to say like, oh, we might have a Heisman candidate at quarterback, but also the kid's a cancer on any team he's ever been on. Um, yeah. So really, I don't really want him. Uh, I feel like I would pity whatever school got him. I feel like, oh, that sucks. I got that asshole. Um, but yeah, so that those are my two cents. I don't really want him. I think we're okay. Uh, I think things might shake out a little bit better for us in transfer portal this year than they have in the past. Uh, people are saying Dylan Gabriel, but I think Dylan Gabriel hates Josh Heupel. Uh, I don't think they're close. I don't. I don't know if they had a great time at UCF together. So I don't know if that's ever going to. I don't know why would y'all go after Hinton Hooker. You developed well, him it, in the offseason. It's not. Like, he's he's probably going to leave. Is what everybody's saying, Mal. Why would he leave? I don't know. Uh, the well, like, at the at the end of the Vandy game, he was like crying with his parents on the field. So it's not a good yeah. look. I mean, why why would you leave? You literally have the starting job. You go in, work your ass off in the offseason, like develop. Like he could be a great quarterback if he just goes in and develops under that offense. I agree. Like it's not a. I mean, hell, he was already a great quarterback this year. He's like his QBR was like one twenty, which is insane. I'll say one more point about Rattler. It's really easy to just uh, crap on the guy, but you know, he does have very good arm talent, and oh yeah. If he's playing on a team where it's not extremely relied on the quarterback, like if he was playing for Georgia this year, he would be, he would look way better. Because they don't have to make like five or six big throws a game. Oh, he he also his decision making could be better, but it's so easy to I would never be crap on the guy. He's got great arm talent, and you know he, he has just not looked good. But got you. So I'll say Ole yeah, Miss. I really could see him at Ole Miss. Mal, what are you going to say he ends up at? Dude, that's – I mean, that's literally like the only thing like – I feel like Lane Kiffin is ballsy enough to take a shot on him. Yeah. And just see what happens. I could also see – you think Mike Leach would go after him? I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. I could, yeah. yeah. Mike Leach would definitely Probably. go after him. Uh, I don't. Those are the only two schools in the SEC that I really could see like pursuing him hardcore because of just just because of their offenses. Yeah. Like that's the only two teams in the SEC that I really, unless Brian Kelly just just trying to. I wouldn't put it shit. past old, old Jimbo. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past Jimbo yeah, I either. either. Okay, so so let's narrow, hey. let's narrow this down. Jimbo Brian Ke- Brian Kelly, I could see him being like, "All right, we gotta we gotta make a big we gotta make yeah, a big, big move." As soon as we, we gotta make in. a big move here, we're bringing in Spencer Rattler. But so I'm gonna I wouldn't put it past Brian Kelly. Would not put it past Jimbo. Obviously, Leach Kiffin. Honestly, honestly, Jimbo is starting. He's starting something big this year. After after beating Bama, he's really established the culture at A and M, and they have the number three recruiting class coming up. Behind Bama and Georgia, I think. I think. I think in two or three years, they're in the same boat as Alabama and Georgia, and the West has got a new number two. That's also, who who gets? Okay, so we bring in Texas and Oklahoma. I think next year. I think they're going to do the buyout. I think they will. Um, who yeah, do we, they need to hurry we, because how do, how do we realign all this? How do we figure out what to do? It's easy. You put Bama and Auburn in the East. Yeah, I think you I have to. 
I think there's so many more fun ways to go about it that like my stupid 21 year old self can imagine like having four divisions or something fun. Yeah. Four divisions. Like that would be fun. But then that leads into how do you, determine the SEC championship. You're yeah. not going to do a playoff for the SEC championship because that's stupid. Funky crossovers. Like. Um, yeah, ridiculous crossovers. I I also saw a realignment thing. Um, or actually, I came up with a realignment thing. If you basically take a diagonal line from LSU or from Louisiana and draw it like this up the southeast, you get – I believe LSU, Auburn, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, um, and I think Vandy. No, I don't know. No, in Kentucky, I believe you get them in the East. Wait, that right? That's right, right. Let's that's, just throw. Let's kick Van. Let's kick Vandy out. I want to give. I want to give. I want to give a huge shout out to Vanderbilt. For being the reason why thirteen SEC teams are going bowling, yeah, it, it could not it could not be done without Vandy and Florida really crumbling. crumbling. Vanderbilt too. Vanderbilt walks so the rest of the SEC can run. Yes, literally gave everybody in the SEC East easy win. Two SEC West teams easy wins. Just yeah. solid. Unless you're South Carolina, it was one point one. South Carolina. <laughs> Shout out to Shane Beamer. Hey, they got, got it done. Voice crack. They got it done. Um, they did get it done. Struggled against Troy. Struggled against all of them. Beat beat Auburn. Auburn hasn't won since the Braves won the World Series. How about Florida showing that you know what? Even when we are in complete dismay, we can make a bowl game. So good for them. Good yep. on them. Had to beat a really um, tough Florida State team. Really tough Florida State team. <laughs> Close game. Good on them. Good for them. Uh, all right. Let's not let's not beat around the bush anymore. I'm tired of. Tired of just not talking about what we're here to talk about, okay? So let's get to our cards. Let's talk about championship weekend. I am so excited to just sit on the couch all weekend and just hang out. By the way, went to Luke Combs' concert last night. Awesome in Madison Square Garden. Awesome. Awesome show. Guy killed it. Absolutely killed it. Uh, Probably the best concert I've ever been to. The garden was rocking last night. What else do you want to say? Just a great time. Just a great time. But besides that, let's go ahead and get to it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I, I have, let's say, four, four college, um, three NFL picks, okay? So I, I'm going to go ahead and rattle through all my college ones, and we'll just keep doing that. We'll go down the list, go down the list. I'll let you two just guys rip at each other. Uh, my first pick this week is Baylor plus five and a half. Can't see Oklahoma State winning two big games back-to-back. That's my only reason. I think Baylor was down. I think Baylor's going to come back. I love Baylor plus five and a half this week. I love Wake plus three. I just want to see Wake win the championship. That's all. Really don't care. Uh, I love Georgia versus Bama over 49 and a half. I don't know. I just want to cheer for some points. Uh, And then I love UGA minus six and a half. And, uh, yeah, those are my college picks. So, I'll let you two. I'll let Elkins go next. I'm going to be honest with you right now. That Bama Georgia over does not hit unless Georgia scores about forty something points. I love it. I'm cheering for points. All righty. So uh, my first pick starts on Friday, and it's between a team that just got their unbeaten season ruined, and that is the Roadrunners of UT San Antonio. Ah. They're mm. plus two and a half, and they're playing a tough Western Kentucky team, but they've had the best year of their existence in FBS, and they are plus money. I want that money line, plus 120. They play Friday night. I don't know much about this team, but they're very good this year, and they have they to playing? cap off. Who are they playing? They're playing Western Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. Oh, they should win that game. Should. Yeah. Should. Yeah, they're they're plus know. two and a half. I'm taking the money line, plus 120. Um, Oregon and Utah also, they also, they also both play on Friday and I just don't think Oregon's got like, you know, they they got really behind themselves when they played the first time and they're going to, they're going to get behind themselves again. And Utah's, Utah's going to win this game by seven, at least again. It's hard to beat a team twice unless you're Oregon. No, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a blowout, but 
when you get blown out like that, same same philosophy I used last time I was on the show with the Bills Dolphins pick. Bills destroyed the Dolphins, and it's hard to just come back and you know they kept the game close, but Bills still covered. Same philosophy there. Utah still going to cover. Next pick, we're getting on to Saturday's card here. I got to take the time, man. Six and a half. Why not? Just, just Six sprinkle, and a half? Just sprinkle Dude, a little if bit. You're, if you're going to take, take it, take money. If, you, if you're going to take it, take I, money on it. Let me, let me just play my, my picks, man. Six and a half, that's a lot of points, Mal. <laughs> you, you, when you, you can't score, it's not. <laughs> you bitch. Y'all aren't going to score either. I would, I would argue. I would argue it's almost even. Like uh, this, change to the under. Oh, that game's yeah, going under, Dylan. I was, that game's I was, going under. I was yeah. cringing when you said. But now that. are we thinking like gamblers? Are we thinking of book like bookies? No, I'm thinking realistically here. Like I said, the only way that game goes over is if Georgia puts up 41 points. Bama doesn't. I'm riding with y'all. Riding with the boys. This it's, it's not really points, close. But. I mean, Georgia is the best team in the SEC this year, and Alabama is the second best team in the SEC this year, and it's it's kind of close. Are y'all? Are y'all there? Yes, are we are. It, yes, are sure? we, we we won the West. Who, yes. Who else? Who else would be now? We we beat every team neutral site in the SEC, probably other than Georgia consistently. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Play, playing at A and M's tough at night, and you know we had. Rush oh, yeah. Young, Young is younger than all of us. Two years younger than y'all, one year younger than me. Yeah. And he's he's going to win the Heisman. Just, that, that, that's pretty inevitable, though. Like, he, he's going to yeah, win the Heisman. I think it also shows, like, how little, like, like how, I don't want to say bad, but, like, there was nobody that really stepped and was, like, far and away the best player in college football. Yeah, I uh, agree. This is, like, the worst year of Heisman it's, in, in recent memory. Like, not even trying to shit on Bryce Young. This no, Bryce, like, Bryce is an incredible talent. And yeah, like, it's just – As a sophomore, he's, he's been very impressive. Yeah. But this, this would be the year for, like, you know, if Chase Young had been playing this year for a team, he would have won the Heisman. Jordan Davis needs to get sent to New York. He's not going to win it. He, they just need to send him to New York. I think Will Anderson needs to get, this, get sent to New York. He will. He will. But, uh, and I agree. Jordan Davis as well. Those are two, like, like and that two defensive players. Because, like, the thing That's about Jordan out. Davis, like, you, you cannot stat Jordan, like, Jordan Davis's worth. Because when oh, I yeah. tell you that, like, that man, like, he eats up two blocks every single play and still somehow finds a way to get free. And allows our linebacking core to just run rampant. Like that man is the reason Georgia has the best defense in the nation. Yeah, he does. He does a lot for the defense, and it's it's it, it was showed a lot at the next level with a uh, John blank Aaron Donald. Yeah, same way draws draws triple teams. Man, that does so much for a defense. Oh, all the way all the way to the cornerback. Question: I can't be the only one that hates Aaron Donald, right? I hate the guy. I, I really he's admire his work ethic. Is in, I mean, I yeah, he works hard, but I think he's a scumbag. I, a I mean, scumbag. say what you want about him, but he's the best defensive player in football. Hashtag scumbag of the year. Um, uh, all right, I'll reel, I'll reel it back into my picks. Um, just name a six and a half. I mean, could be a backdoor cover, could be whatever. It's going to be – It's it's – it's Bryce Young. It's the Heisman. I mean, he's going to put up some points against Georgia. He's going to keep. He's going to score points. We'll we'll get to it, Matt. We'll get to it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Yeah, I want y'all to just in a minute. I'll just let y'all rip at each other and just let it fly. Let's see who was supposed to play Michigan in the Big Ten, and then Minnesota won. Wisconsin. 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 Iowa now has the opportunity to play Michigan. Which is the worst well. thing that could have happened to Iowa? <laughs> well, 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 no, no. You say that Iowa, Iowa's about to find their way into a Rose Bowl. Fair. I easily could see Michigan choking this one away. I easily could. If, it would just be so ha- fitting. It would be if so. If that happened, man, I would feel so bad for Barty. So fitting, uh, dude. Uh, if Michigan chokes this, 
then I don't know what the hell is going to happen in the playoff. I like because right now you've got Georgia's a lock, no matter what the hell happens Saturday. Bama, if if Bama keeps if that Bama keeps if Bama, if Bama like covers the spread, if Bama covers the spread and Michigan loses and Cincinnati loses, you Bama's in the playoff. Let me tell you though, all, Elkins, all if Michigan if Michigan loses and you guys lose, you're getting in, and if Cincinnati loses. You guys are getting in. Now, you just need Michigan or Cincinnati to lose. Yep. Either one of those teams lose. And I'll tell you, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State has to lose. We've, we've broken their heart before by robbing a spot from them in 2011. Mm-hmm. And now, here's just going to be funny. Here's just going to be really funny. When Georgia beats Alabama by 17-plus points. Still got to finish this card, man. <laughs> Let them just rattle it off, Mal. Let them just rattle okay. it off. Rattle, the, off. rattle off. Go for it, Elkins. I'm going to have my heart broken by Wake Forest again this week, plus money Fair. and Fair. the ACC championship. And that's it for college. All right. We'll, get we'll, we'll, finish up we'll get NFL, we'll get NFL we'll after get we get the get through the discussion here. No, I was just, I was just going to say, like, when Georgia beats Alabama by 17 points, Cincinnati loses, dude – it's going to be who do you put in? George, it's going to be put Georgia, in at that point. Georgia, Michigan, Notre Dame, some fucking how. Um, dude, if Notre Dame finds a way into a playoff without Brian Kelly, I feel like they win first round, right? <laughs> like, not if they're playing Georgia or Michigan, would be, they'd be three, dude. They'd be oh, Michigan, Michigan would be out. Did you say Michigan loses or no? No, Michigan wins. Okay, Michigan so Michigan wins. wins Michigan, Michigan will beat. Okay, so so let's let's put it like this. Just pure chaos, right? Michigan wins. Georgia beats the shit out of Alabama. Cincinnati loses. Oklahoma State loses. What the hell? What do you do? I don't know. I hope uh, that's why they get paid the big bucks to figure it out. Yeah, Uh, it's going to be pure chaos. Now, I I heard you had I heard you had a rather long card today. Is that true? I have one pick. One pick for the rest of my life. What is it, man? Everybody knows what that pick. Well, actually, I say one pick. I have two picks. Okay. The first pick, Georgia, is minus half a point in the first quarter of the SEC championship. I can tell you right now, that's going to hit. Like, no shit. Like, that's going to hit. Bama doesn't score a point in the first quarter. All it takes is three. That's going to hit. Second, well, I technically have three bets. Technically. Okay. Earlier last week, I saw Georgia at minus four. So I went ahead and laid about $300 on it. Yeah. And then I saw them at minus six and a half after the Auburn game. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I was expecting to go up to, you know, about nine and a half. No, six and a half, not enough points. Another $300 on Georgia. And then I saw the minus half a point in the first quarter. I said, I like that. $100 on that. We've got 70 units out on the dogs this Saturday. And I plan on getting all 70 of those back. 70. (laughs) I plan on getting all 70 of those units back. I plan on getting all 70 of those units back. 70 units on the dogs. Plus plus another 69 units. Nice. Now, I've I've been in your shoes before betting on the Tide, and it feels good when you know you got a great team. It really does. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying this like genuine outsider perspective. It feels great when you can have that level of confidence in your team. I told Dylan last night, I said, I should be way more nervous the fact that I have $700 out. Oh, yeah. There's, I don't there's, feel nervous at all. There is no there's, there's another guy that has like – 90 times the amount of money on the game from California who does not care about Georgia, who is just shitting bricks this morning. Also, also, I don't know what this is worth, but some special person has (laughs) declared this, declared this their game of the year. And that special person's one and own game of the year is this year. I think we all know who we're talking about. And if you don't, Big Cat. Big Cat. Big Cat does not mess around in Game of the Years. He does not. I think Vegas does not fuck up often, but I think Vegas has recency bias for Alabama, and I think they have fucked up. Excuse my language, but they have fucked up on this, and they're going to get burnt hard. I don't know, 
man. I, I think it's a fair line. That you know, it's it's a championship game at the end of the day, and it's going to be competitive. It is going to be competitive. I mean, just like just, just like Georgia Auburn was supposed to be competitive in twenty seventeen. Well, I mean, you can make you can make so many cases for every game. There's there was games that were supposed to be competitive last week that weren't, but exactly. there was also there were, game, there, were games that should, there were games that shouldn't have been competitive last week that were though. Yeah, I fair. You know, I think you know what I'm talking about. It's it's always competitive though. The Iron Bowl is always competitive unless it's in Tuscaloosa. You play that game in Tuscaloosa. I don't think it matters this year. Y'all probably win in regular time by ten, but it's still gonna two touchdowns. Yeah. Look, I, we, we I'll address a problem. We had at right tackle that the the goat noticed and pulled the kid off the field and put somebody else in and changed everything. Did it kind of late, but we had so much success during the fourth quarter in that game, moving the ball against the defense. That's pretty tough. I mean, Auburn's probably got a top five defense in the SEC. Oh yeah. And, you know, we, we built a lot of confidence. Bryce Young is more confident than he's been all year after making that drive, you know. So I'm just like the first time Bryce Bryce Young gets hit by Nakobe Dean. I don't, they don't care who they're playing. They don't they, – they're just seeing – they're just seeing – all Alabama's seeing is numbers on the field. We do not care who's across from us. Oh, We're that's what I'm afraid. saying. The first, the first time he gets hit, though, that confidence is shit. He's gonna realize. He's gonna God, realize. He's, you're so he's going, damn it! Oh my God! He's gonna please, realize please what he stepped that. into. Sorry. He's gonna realize what he stepped into. <sighs> y'all, y'all are stepping into the past five years of pure hell. Y'all giving us. It's gonna be unloaded Saturday. I hope you realize that. I hope you realize that it's unloaded Saturday. If Kirby Smart can beat y'all by fifty points, he will. And he's got the team to do it. It's unloading Saturday, and I hope you understand that. Best of luck to you. I, you know, it's, I've yet to meet a Bama fan that has sounded somewhat confident about this game. Yet to see one. I am and confident every, about this game. Every, this is every the single, best. This is the every, best. Even no, even you said every single Bama fan. All they say is, "Oh, I hope y'all don't choke it this year," because that's the best y'all can say. Because y'all know Georgia. I've said that. Y'all know Georgia has a better team. Georgia knows Georgia has a better team. Saban knows Georgia has a better team, and that's a damn scary. Georgia's thing to say. Georgia's had the better team the last three meetings. That's scary for. I would no. I wouldn't say that. It's been pretty damn even. It's far and away. It's there, there's no debating this year who has the better team. Y'all know it. Georgia knows it. Kirby knows it. Saban knows it. And when Kirby knows that he's better than Saban and can firmly believe that, I believe that's a damn dangerous thing. Every okay, every, every coach thinks they're better than the other coach when it comes down to whatever anyone's talking about. But Saban, there's no Saban's doubt. got everything it takes to beat Georgia, and Georgia has everything it takes to beat Alabama. It's it's another even game. Six and a half is not that big of a spread. And, you know, you can't discredit this Alabama defense or offense. I think it's the best offense in the SEC when we play confident, and this defense is playing good enough to stop Georgia's offense. It's still lackluster. Yeah, you know, Stetson Bennett, he's got arm talent sometimes, but when he doesn't, maybe he does it on Saturday. Maybe I'll, tell you what the best, I'll tell you what the best thing Stetson Bennett does is not taking sacks. The man will not take sacks. It's just insane. He's not going to lose – the he's man literally threw – like, he prob- we probably had him wrapped up, going to the ground probably six times. He got out of every single one of them. Just threw – just threw the- somehow find a way to get rid of the ball. It just blew my mind. Man's a little midget out there. The mailman delivers sometimes. Look, yeah. sometimes. Stetson's not, Stetson, not going to win and or lose us this game. It, it's going to come down just from a football perspective, straight up. How well does Georgia run the ball against Alabama? Don't say anything because you obviously think you're going to run for 10 yards of Gary against our horrible defense. Defense play is playing at a very high level. This is the best this defense looks all year. And I knew this was going to happen. I knew this defense was going to eventually come around and step up because that's what Saban defenses do. It's always been this way. The offense is also playing with the most confidence they've played in all year. How well does Georgia execute running the ball against this defense, and how well can Alabama throw the ball against Georgia's defense? It's all it comes down to when you look at the head-to-head Georgia versus Alabama on offensive defense. It's going to be a good game, you know. Like just 
outsider perspective, I think it'll be a good game. I mean, congrats on allowing 22 to Auburn, I guess. I mean, I would argue it's more like giving up 10 because overtime is fake points. I mean, Auburn allowed us to 10. That's pretty shit. Oh, Auburn's nobody's – I mean, yeah. Look, I, I, all I can sit here and say is Georgia's defense, I'm not going to say they're 10 times better than Auburn's defense because they're not. They're 15 times better than Auburn's defense. <laughs> 15 times better. We're playing – we are oh, playing no. the equivalent to, like, the 85 Bears, though, yeah. out of, like, college football defenses. I don't know. I, I would argue Alabama's 2012 defense is better than Georgia's defense. No. Yeah. Sorry, but – That same 2012 defense that literally almost shit the bet against Georgia. And our high-powered offense led by Aaron Murray? No. No. Not even close. No defense has done what Georgia's defense has done this year, and I would argue it's even more impressive this year than it was in 2012 because of the way offenses play this year in the, in this age. They're, they're allowing like they're allowing not even like seven points a game. Yeah, like six point nine. I looked it yeah. up. That was pretty. Do you realize boring. how insane that is? Do you realize how like just incredibly stupid that stat is? It is pretty stupid. I don't give a shit who you're playing. Like, that is a stupid stat. Like, it, it just it just does not look good for Alabama this weekend. I'm just... All right, I'm going to mediate this a little bit. So, Mal, biggest factor in the game for Georgia this Saturday? Biggest factor in the game? Obviously, the defense, man. Defense steps up, plays like that defense know it can play. Alabama doesn't score more than 13 points. All right, Elkins, biggest factor for Alabama this weekend? Um... Georgia will not score more than 31 against Alabama. Um, pretty confident. If they do score more than 31, I think you're going to get into over territory. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I don't. I, this game is not going to go over. It's going to be pretty similar to the 2018 national championship game, in my opinion. Um, to, it, it really comes down to Alabama's defense making – big plays, getting turnovers. If that happens, this game's wide-ass open. If Alabama does not force any turnovers, Georgia runs the ball effectively, and Stetson Bennett does not lose the game, Georgia's setting themselves up for a lot of success, and it will put more pressure on the offense, Bryce Young, to make clutch passes in the second half, which he he can do. He can do that. We've, we've seen him do that in the highest of pressure situations. So, you know, how well can Alabama limit Georgia's run game and how well can the DBs play for Georgia? If I had to give a score prediction, I'm going to take the Tide 23-21 because I'm on this podcast. That's cute. Uh, score prediction. I think I think I know what it is. I can see it. As oh, you, you see it. You see it right there. Tell the people. This gets into over territory. Forty-one ten. This game is decided. This game is decided in the first quarter. I'm just going to throw that out there. This game is decided in the first quarter. Yes. 41, what I mean 10. by that. What Forty-one I, what I, to ten. What I mean by that. What's the school going to be at halftime? Just curious. I, dude, I, I'm, I'm not saying – no, 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 when I say this game is decided in the first quarter, I mean if Georgia comes out there and leaves no doubt in that first quarter and it has a 10 to nothing to 14 to nothing lead and they're feeling confident, then that goes into halftime. Georgia's up 24-3, 24-7 maybe at halftime. And if that happens, this isn't a Georgia team like – We've had in the past. They keep the foot on the gas. And like I said, if Kirby can beat y'all 100 to nothing, he will. Damn. This game is decided Damn. in the first half. Fair, fair, but um, do you know who Alabama's backup quarterback is? Yeah, Bear Bryant's damn grandson. And, and I quote, 
we are fucked, Malwinner. Yeah. If he gets in the game. Yeah, I don't I don't see that happening though. Hey, there Bryce if Bryce Young gets yanked from the game, he probably won't win the Heisman anymore. No, he won't. No. If Bryce Young gets yanked from the game, I hope to God Kirby yanks Stetson just out of pure principle and puts JT in. I could give a shit if JT throws five interceptions. Like I feel like you have to at that point. Like I feel like if Alabama huh? gets your quarterback just a mind fuck Saban, you gotta pull. You gotta pull Stetson. You just got. You just got to do something. Saban doesn't get. Saban does not get mind fucked though. You can't just sit there and let Saban play games with you. That's what Kirby's done in the past. Kirby has to be the one playing games, and I'll tell you what. Kirby's yeah. Gonna play, Kirby's gonna be playing some games. Kirby's the best checkers player in college football. But who's the best chess player? Save Dan Mullen. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Thank you, Mal. That I'm so glad you're here, Mal. Josh Heupel. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, let's get. You know, let's let's kind of veer off this little George Alabama thing. You know, Does like Dan Mullen end up anywhere. <laughs> I just I like, don't know. Just, who who goes after? Dan? Louisiana Lafayette, we just do a little coach swip. Coach swap. I, I really see Dan Mullen in Alabama's rehab like, facility for yeah, coaches. Facility. Yeah. 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 He'll he'll be the quarterback's coach before too long. Uh, Bush yeah, Jones, yeah. Notre Dame. Oh, oh Butch. Oh. Saban's personal car washer. Oh, dude. Yep. Luke Fickle's definitely going to Notre Dame. If I could find odds on that, I would hammer the Everling shit out of it. Yeah, absolutely. All righty, man. We got we got to hustle onto the NFL picks. I'm yes, afraid. Yes, you do. We you have class. Sorry about that, Bubba. Uh, so I'm gonna rattle mine off real quick. I love Chargers plus three and a half this week. I love the 49ers minus three and a half this week. That's actually my lock of the week. 49ers minus three and a half against a very, 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 very. Very bad Seahawks team. I love the 49ers minus three and a half. Give me the Pats versus the Bills over 43 and a half. I think the Pats continue to put up points. I think the Bills put up some points. Sweet. Am I up? Yep. Go ahead. Um, This is a perfect place to insert the meme. Like, call an ambulance, call an ambulance, but not for not me. for me. Fade all of my college football bets. Ride all of my NFL bets because I'm going to lose money on Saturday and I'm going to be up big Sunday. Sun, Saturday's not do or die. Sunday is where the bucks are made. Call an ambulance, but not for this guy right here. All right, getting started. Um, I really like the Bengals. I think this is one of the best playing teams right now in their division. I think they win this division later on in the season. And you know, they're tough to beat right now. And the Chargers they are tough to beat, but in my head, I keep thinking, all right, it's the Bengals. When are they going to collapse? It's got to happen eventually. Yeah, that, they're mean, they're playing with an extreme amount of confidence, though, and it's fun to watch. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take them at home against a Chargers team that struggled against Denver, which Denver picked up a huge win last week. Shout out to the Broncos, and they're playing in a huge game Sunday night that I will be betting. Give me my Broncos plus 10. I think that's too many points. Chiefs are playing like the Chiefs right now, though, which is scary. I don't know how they found it, but they found it somehow. It, it was going to come around. It just Frustrating It, it, it just depended how long it was Don't even get around. me started on the Titans either. Everyone is hurt. Everyone is gone. We have nobody. <sighs> Kevin Byard's got put on the COVID list. I want to jump off a roof. I want to die. I did really you, do. Did you go heavy on the Titans this past week? Just curious. Uh, I mean, no, you, I, I knew you said I, you were. I didn't. I did not bet them. I, but when I did the, when say, the line was like two and a half, though, like two weeks ago. Uh, that, no, that Pats line. No, I still didn't take it. I thought the Pats. I was just hoping we were competitive. I just hoping we didn't get killed. That's what I was telling everybody. I knew we wouldn't have a chance to win that game. Speaking of the Pats, I will also be taking them on the money line in Buffalo. It's a big this game. Is, Big this game, is, maybe maybe game of the year so far. This is this is the game for the Pats. If they pick this one off, they win the division. Mac Jones wins Rookie of the Year, and they probably have the most confidence going into the playoffs. I think, uh, I think they ride this momentum from starting on this this night, this Monday night football game. They ride this momentum all the way into the Super Bowl to lose. That's my hot take. Now, question. 
if Derrick Henry does come back first round of the playoffs, and say, let's let's theoretically say Julio Jones is healthy, AJ is healthy, Bud Dupree is healthy, right? Everyone is back for the Titans. How far do you think they could go in the postseason? I think they can also play for a Super Bowl. No, no reason why they couldn't. I don't think there's one team in the NFL that has knocked anybody's socks off. And I think True. the team that I mean, can, you look at you look at the Patriots Titans game last week. I don't know if you guys watched it, but really, we're just if we don't turn the ball over in that game, it's probably a four point or less game. Uh, we just kept turning the ball over. Tannehill without AJ no Julio keeps trying to force things. Uh, he's trying to do too much. Trying to do yeah, too t- much. If Tannehill gets tuned up before the postseason and finds his touch, which he can do, yeah, he's a dangerous quarterback. Also, I don't know why in the red zone five. we stopped running the ball. We ran for like two hundred like fifty yards yesterday or Sunday. So why we stopped running the ball in the red zone beats me. But yeah, I think if we stop turning the ball over, we'll be okay. Like that's what killed us against the Texans. That's what why we lost is because we had like six turnovers. He had like four picks. Also, enough with Lamar Jackson MVP talk. I don't ever want to hear Jack shit about him being good ever again till time ends until I'm in the ground six feet deep. Please, no one ever ever say Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback ever. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. The guy's horrendous. He's been awful. Isn't it? Yeah, he had the one MVP season. Great for him. I'm glad he got him MVP because he will never sniff another one in his entire life. He's done. He's done. The guy's awful. He's awful. I hate him. I hate the Ravens. I hate them all. I hate them all. The Ravens are a fraudulent team. They they haven't played anyone good yet. They play, if they were to play the plate, damn, I'm getting ahead of myself. Play the Patriots. They would get destroyed, demolished. They have no weapons on offense. They, their defense is lackluster. They are a god-awful team. I think the Titans could beat them right now straight up with nobody. I really do. Their defense is that bad. Their offense is that bad. Everyone's hurt for them, too. They have no weapons. I think we're a better team, even though we're more hurt than them. I hate I the Ravens. Wanna... hate Lamar Jackson. hate them. <laughs> I don't I know wanna... why the media is so far down his or up his ass. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Stephen A. Smith is a clown. Everyone at ESPN is a clown. They have no idea what they're even talking about anymore. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. So the bad. fact that they were saying that he was an MVP candidate is stupid. 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 It's idiotic. Sorry. I'm done. I hate I hate Lamar Jackson. I can't. Uh, so overrated. Gonna, it kills I'm me. I'm going to shout out this take I had over a year and a half ago that it, I know you'll appreciate a lot, Dylan. The Ravens win Lamar won MVP and were Super Bowl favorites, I believe. They had that year to win the Super Bowl, and they had one more chance for the next eight years, and it was the following season, and they didn't do it. So this is going to be a mediocre team at best, and if they make the playoffs, it's because the teams around them aren't that good. And unfortunately for them, the Bengals are good. Bengals are going to win that. They haven't played yet, right? They or did they play? Once and and Bengals beat, the Bengals beat the crap out of them, right? Yep. Tired. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Just, I'm going to sit back and watch the world burn. And AKA Baltimore. Baltimore is a disgusting city. Disgusting people there. Done with it. <laughs> That's my two cents on it. Lamar Jackson, you stink. I hate you. I think uh, I finished my card. I had like a little uh, internet That's lapse nice. there for yeah. a second. But, good. Yeah. That was my card. I'm done now. Do you have any NFL picks or are you just rolling with Georgia? Yeah. I got an NFL pick. Okay. Georgia minus six and a half. <laughs> okay, sure. I'll take that. But uh, any closing remarks from YouTube for this weekend kicks off? I know the group chat's going to be popping. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a crazy weekend. Mal's actually going to be at the game. Elkins, are you going to be in Colorado? What are you doing? What's your plan? I, I don't know where I will be over the next uh, couple days of my life, but I'm going to go where my heart decides to go. Because follow your that's heart. Gonna, follow your that's heart, gonna be, That's going to be a bar Saturday night whenever y'all get your ass kicked. Hey, there's not a better place to lose on planet Earth than Tuscaloosa. Not a better place to win either. So, And, and if we do beat Georgia, shit's going to get fucking gnarly. Now you will have – you will hear – you will not hear the end of it if, if you guys lose. I'm not, I'm not even going to talk shit because no, just, everybody else, you will get antagonized by look, maybe the world. I – you you want to know how fucking worried I am that Georgia loses this game? You want to know how worried I am? 
zero. He's not. I have no doubt in my mind. There's, there's been doubt every single year that we've played Alabama. There's been doubt. There is absolutely zero doubt that has creeped through my head at any point. Any point. Y'all are overdue. Yeah, they are overdue. But we'll, hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, thank you, Elkins, for coming on the show. Uh, as always, you're great, my friend. You're a great gambler. Uh, but besides that. <laughs> on college basketball loading. College basketball. It's also, loading. I'm upset. I didn't text your boys to take Tennessee last night. That's on me. That's on me. That was an easy pick. I, I'm, I'm taking the week off. I'm, I'll, I, I'm, I mean, if we're being honest, I mean, I like all the picks I have on my card for you guys, but. Um, Probably going to be taking it easy this week. Small units on all those games. Yeah, absolutely. But real quick, oh, this is also next week will be the last week. Or, excuse me. Yes, next week will be the last episode of Man V Line Season 1. We'll probably take like a week break, just a week off, and then we'll hit you with Season 2. Everything's going to look different. It's going to be cool. Going to kind of shift to college basketball. Uh, We'll still cover all NFL. We'll still do NFL um, until that, that runs out in February. Uh, and then we'll do obviously do the college bowl games and those roll around. But uh, yeah, we'll kind of shift our focus to college basketball because that is the main sport at the time. And yeah, so thank you for listening, everybody. Be smart with your bankrolls. Be smart with everything. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without further ado, I will see you. Excuse me. We will see you next week.